Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, and welcome to Thursday. Uh, you know what? It tried to rain at my house today. Uh, tried is the word. Uh, it, it didn't, but, uh, it looked like it was gonna. Uh, speaking of raining, it is raining all over Wall Street, all, well, really, all over the world today. We've got all kinds of news. Uh, let's just start with the gold and silver markets. Uh, they are back to the lows from yesterday. So remember yesterday, I said, hey, listen, buy this now because tomorrow if gold stays here, it's going to be $30 higher. Gold's down 29 So the prices are right where they were yesterday. Uh, silver, I, you know, if, if, if this isn't manipulation, then there, there, it, there's no such thing as manipulation. Silver down a dollar here, $18.15. Uh, buy every ounce of silver you can. That's my recommendation. It's now what? Not, I want to say 94 ounces of silver for an ounce of gold. Uh, remember, what I, it was, was it last year at some point? I think we got to the new all-time high, which was uh, like 120. So this is, uh, I, I, I think it's the third highest level ever as far as silver to gold. Uh, but, but nonetheless... Uh, that's where the markets are. The Dow is down 600 plus points. We had earnings, uh, from JP Morgan and Morgan Stanley and Jason. They were not good. And on top of that, jobless claims rising again. Uh, this is the highest level. Jobless claims hit the highest levels this year. Uh, all of this again. We talk about the signs. Uh, they're, they're showing up more and more. Yeah, everything's selling off today, Joe. Everything. Yeah, people are, are, are running to cash because they, they see this uh, dollar strength, and I think they just think, well, maybe I should just put it all into this, uh, this funny money. This funny money looks so, so important. It looks so valuable today. So I, I think you see uh, the, the dollar on the little chart going up and up and up, and people think, well, it's really valuable, Joe. Let's just uh, let's just dump everything we got and jump into that. And then what happens is, is that ends up, ends up not being such a good uh, decision. And then they find, well, where am I, where am I going to put it now? And that's that's why you don't I'm get out of gold. Right don't now, get out we, of gold. Yeah, we we get, load it up right here. This is shades of '07 and '08. You know, I was working uh, during the whole housing bubble, housing crash, the financial bubble. I remember very, very well uh, Ben Bernanke in August of 07 saying they were going to raise rates again when rates were at five and a quarter. And it was just a little frothy. and all, It's the same setup. Gold pulled back then and then took off like a rocket ship. I think we're going to see it now. And Jason's right. The dollar's screaming higher. But here's the problem. Japan, it is falling apart rapidly. Uh, the Japanese yen hit the lowest levels in over 30 years this morning. Almost 140 yen to the dollar. Problems in Italian bonds. I've been warning you. I've been telling you 
This is this, and this is all orchestrated. This is where they want it to be. How about pr- pr- producer prices today? Eleven point six percent producer price inflation today. So, like Jason said, hey, the dollar's uh, you know got all this strength, but you're you're telling me that the producers are saying, hey, listen, uh, we're losing twelve percent of our money. It's not a great place to be. Uh, anywhere uh, in these markets. But when we get back from the break, we're going to replay Glenn Beck in this time talking about the how the reset, at least how he believes the reset is going to work here. Because I've been telling you, begging you, Don't keep too much money in the bank. You're going to regret it. And J.P. Morgan's earnings today and Morgan Stanley's earnings today scream of problems. Uh, Let's just start with with J.P. Morgan. Uh, They missed on the top line. They missed on the bottom line. Uh, They they missed on every single line. But here was really the, 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 the big takeaway. Uh, earnings down 28% drop in profits, right? So that's, that's cataclysmic anywhere. When, when your profits fall 30%, uh, that, that's a, that's a huge problem. Loan loss reserves. Remember, this is another key number. Rose substantially. So that means JP Morgan is saying, hey, listen, we, we got a feeling, uh, we're gonna be on the hook for a bunch of defaults. Write-offs. Okay, so these are, hey, they've already defaulted. We're losing here now. I don't know if that's tied to the crypto space or where, uh, but write-offs increase substantially. But here was the biggest piece. They suspended all buybacks effective immediately. And remember, they, they just passed the stress test. And, of course, I told you then the stress test was garbage, but I told you then J.P. Morgan and B of A were the two weakest players in that stress test, and they said that they had to suspend buybacks to try to help them stay in compliance. Uh, they also remember they were one of the few banks they didn't increase their dividend either. Is this, the uh, again, another sign? What does it all mean if we have a repeat of this financial crisis and we need the washout? What's going to happen? We'll, t- we'll go with Glenn Beck next. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. I mean, we've got a fully inverted yield curve, right? We, we will find out in, in exactly two weeks from today if we've reached the technical term for recession and again it's going to be worse than that let me just read you this is J- uh, Jamie Diamond JP Morgan talking about their earnings as a result of the most recent stress test we need to build capital in other words remember I told you they were one of the, they were them in Bank of America they passed but Barely, which meant, hey, based on on your uh, risk assessments here, eh, right? You, you may need to put away more money. 
we will build capital and continue to effectively and actively manage our RWA, risk weighted assets. So this is their balance sheet. This is this is their derivatives pile. Uh, they, they, their CFO said, "Hey, by the way, uh, we had already strengthened what who will give loans to." Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this, their CFO from JB, uh, JP Morgan said, uh, "We're only going to loan to people that don't need a loan." Th- that's essentially what he said. Uh, in order to quickly meet higher requirements, so in other words, what JP Morgan is saying is, "Hey, all these write-offs that we just announced." And then the fact that we had to put more money in our loan loss reserves, hey, our capital requirements, uh, to me, and I'm guessing because he doesn't say this, why do I get the feeling if the stress test was today, J.P. Morgan would have failed? But they said in order to quickly meet the higher requirements, we have temporarily suspended share buybacks, which will allow us to maximize flexibility to best serve our customers. He went on to say, uh, geopolitical tensions, high inflation, waning consumer confidence, the uncertainty of how high rates have to go, and the never-before-seen quantitative tightening. Now, I I I thought we saw it before. Apparently he forgot, because we all know how well that ended the last time. And the effects, now here, here, here's the interesting part of this. Because remember the last time they tightened, which J.B. Diamond apparently doesn't want you to remember. What happened to liquidity? Oh, that's right. I think, what were they, Jason? Six months in the tightening, <laughs> when, when it all blew up and there was no liquidity, and all of a sudden uh, we've been on quantitative easing, you know, ever since. Because yep. now Jamie Dimon is saying they are worried about global liquidity. Think about what I told you about Japan today. Think about what I told you about Italy today. Combined with the war in Ukraine and the harmful effects on global energy and, and food pricing, is very likely to have negative consequences on the global economy down the road. Notice how he says global economy, right? That's just a little one that slips in there, Jason. Down the uh, road. For all of you, right, this is a new world order. This is, this is all engineered. Uh, why, how is he saying down the road? It seems like there's a lot of economies in the world that are – uh, taking out their leadership and they're they're having f- uh, food shortages and hyperinflation of fifty percent or more. I, I, where, where's the down? The, I don't get the down the road thing. Where are these uh, these people, I don't think they really uh, deal in reality, Joe. Well, you know, he's got to put uh, lipstick on the pig. But again, I've been warning you. You know this. It's already. It's a. It, the only thing we don't know is the time. The digital dollar is coming. There's no bailouts. There's only bail-ins. We're going to play Glenn Beck. This was a clip he did. This was about a year ago. And and I want you to listen to how he thinks the money's going to be distributed uh, amongst the depositors. Uh, Jack, let's roll Glenn Beck. 
I want to tell you about the plan to retire the U.S. dollar. In um, in my research, this is this is my belief of how things are going to work out in the next couple of years. Um, I've passed this by several people, uh, and they believe it's solid. But I want you to know up front, this is what I believe is going to happen, and it is all tied to things that I know are already being put into place. Right now, there is a race going on for digital currency. It's it's a three-horse race, and Bitcoin is not in it. It's the U.S., China, or the IMF, the World Bank. We are looking for what is going to be the world reserve currency. What is going to replace the U.S. dollar? Russia and others are pushing out digital currency, etc., etc., but they're a tiny portion of the global currency power, and they're really not relevant, in my opinion. The U.S. Federal Reserve is behind China on the actual digital currency implementation. China already has the digital renminbi, which I just love. How many renminbis mm. do you have? Nobody remember. I have 11 trillion. Uh, you have 11 trillion. That is good, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they do all of the intergovernmental transactions via the Bank of China. So in other words, communists, uh, the Communist Party passing money to the Communist Party posing as the bank, and then the Communist Party getting that money back. It is Remimbi is the people's money in uh, Mandarin. However, even though they've already pushed this out and they're already using it, the U.S. is way ahead when it comes to potential adoption. 70% of international financial transactions right now are settled in U.S. dollars. This is what gives our dollar any kind of value now, whereas only 1.5% of the global transactions are settled in, uh, in Chinese money. Several analysis believe that the U.S. will have a digital U.S. dollar issued by the Federal Reserve by 2022. I want you to listen because this is really important to your future. They want to get it out. This is according to uh, several analysts. They want to get it out before the midterm election because the Republicans may retake the House or the Senate or both. The Fed doesn't require technically any kind of congressional approval to issue any new uh, digital currency. But that doesn't mean that Congress wouldn't move to block or slow it. Uh, just to limit the Fed's authority here. Lately, Yellen and Powell and the head of the FBI have all started warning Congress and the public about the dangers of Bitcoin and other decentralized cryptocurrencies because they can be used by sex traffickers and they can be used by terrorists. And so the plan is to issue a digital U.S. dollar and then automatically convert U.S. dollars from the old U.S. dollars to digital U.S. dollars, D-U-S-Ds, okay? The banks would issue the D-U-S-D at some ratio that the Fed Fed would set. Now, here's why this is so important for you to be ahead of the curve on. The money in your bank account will suddenly become U.S. or D-U-S-Ds overnight. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be dollar for dollar. In fact, the Fed is going to be deciding how much loss everybody takes. The Fed will also 
offer U.S. dollar cash holders, physical cash, but not in the banks, to cash in old USDs for new DUSDs for some time period, six months or a year. And the way they'll do this is require cash holders to deposit the money into U.S. banks so they can control the conversion to DUSD and track all transactions. After the cutout date, the old U.S. dollar will be retired either overnight or via an overtime graduated retirement schedule. The conversion rate is just going to get worse and worse. So they're going to say, hey, you'll get 80% of your dollar if you turn them in now. And then, you know, the next month, you'll get 70 cents on the dollar. And so it will push people into pushing their their money. The convertibility rate, analysts are now speculating that it won't necessarily be equal. So in other words, not everyone will get 80% or 70%. Part of the plan here is to do social engineering and wealth distribution. They're going to have a progressive like we have a progressive income tax, this will be a progressive conversion rate. It'll be the same way we do progressive tax structure. Poor people are going to get a one-to-one ratio. You might even, if you're one of the afflicted groups, get a one-to-one point five ratio, meaning you get 50 cents more for every dollar. And wealthy people could get a point five to one conversion rate. So the more you have in US dollars, it may be the less US the digital US dollar you'll re- receive in return. Now, the reason why they're retiring the dollar is because we are spending into oblivion and they don't have an exit plan other than the death of the dollar. In the near future, they don't need to care about the debt or inflation because they can effectively buy unlimited amounts of old currency with new currency and force the cash holders to take the loss because they can make all other currencies, including cryptocurrencies, illegal whenever they see fit. So by controlling the currency and having the power to declare what currencies are legal and what are not and how much those cash concert, uh, uh, currencies are worth, all cash holders will accept whatever terms they want. This is the uh, end game, I believe, for the U.S. dollar. You know, and again, this was, this was in 2021. And, and I, you know, depending how quickly this thing falls apart, because it's falling apart. I mean, you, you look no further than what's going on with the Japanese yen. How about the euro below parity, uh, now with the U.S. dollar because Italy is blowing up. Uh, look at JP Morgan saying that, uh, they, they are quickly uh, trying to increase their capital and, and talking about, uh, I don't, it was a litany, I mean, it was a whole paragraph of excuses of, of, of why things are, are going to happen the way they're going to happen. Uh, but it was really clear in there. The more you have, the less you're going to get, Jason. And I think his conversion rates are going to be a, a, a permanent situation once the digital currency is in, meaning uh, the, the ESG score will become vastly important to everybody. You know, just look at the commercials on TV. 
about how people are, are overwhelmed and joyful that they can go hire some company to give them 24 points on their credit score, right? In the future, Joe, I think if you're a gold and silver buyer, your convertibility, meaning, hey, uh, it's great to own gold and stuff, but uh, when you sell uh, your car and you get some you get some money in your account, by the time you go to use that money, you're only going to get 0.95 to the dollar, you know, for, for a full dollar. Whereas if you have a higher ESG score, maybe you can get one point one five for every dollar you spend. I, I really believe this is once again, Joe, moving us straight to lords and peasants. They're going to squish everyone down into one class that they can rule over. And uh, the way they stop people like us that are free minded and trying to take care of ourselves is they uh, they control the convertibility rate. I think Glenn Beck is is right on the nose on that. Yeah, and again, look at look at what they've done. They told Russia as an example. Hey, you know what? We've decided. You can't use your money. Right? You, I think you, the Russian you, war yeah. has a lot to do with what exactly he said. Because this is a year ago, so he didn't know the Russian war was going to happen, Joe. No. So nope. I, I have a feeling that the, the, Rus- the Russian pushback has a lot to do with this. Well, he's not the only guy that's eyeballing this, right, Joe? 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800 Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here. Uh, and everything is down today uh, across the board. Uh, the loan exception, bond yields, uh, and the dollar uh, as the euro and the Japanese yen uh, continue to come unglued here. And, and Jason, uh, not only was we had bad earnings from J.P. Morgan, and Stanley, uh, essentially the exact same thing uh, happening there that was happening with uh, J.P. Morgan. The big news, though, was the suspension of the buybacks uh, by J.P. Morgan, which I think tells you how quickly uh, the situation has seemed to, to escalate. And then we played Glenn Beck again because, listen, here's the here's the realities. Yesterday. We, we kind of shared with you how much money the Federal Reserve really had to give to the banks the last time. Right? We know about the $700 billion, right? And even then, think about that $700 billion. Uh, that, that would be like five, almost five times more than what the FDIC even has, okay? But then, of course, that was just the number that they told us about. Then it took us 12 years from 2010, which is, I guess, when someone decided maybe maybe all the financial shenanigans Maybe it ended in 2010. I've got a feeling it didn't, right? But let's just say that it did. When they put in the FOIA request, which meant, hey, it's 2010, two years from 08, we should know. They went to the Supreme Court. That that case went all the way, took two years to get to the Supreme Court. So now you're in 2012. So four years later, and the Federal Reserve was like, "No, no, no, we can't, we can't give that information out." 
I mean, I know that we we promise that as part of our charter that two years after any operations, we will disclose what it was we actually did. And they were able to argue at the Supreme Court that it was a national security issue. Essentially saying, hey, listen, Supreme Court, if you make us tell them what we really did right now, it could set off uh, another huge recession, right? It could collapse the economy. We, We need more time. And the Supreme Court went, yeah, okay, you know what, sure. Yeah, I mean, you're the bankers. And said, how about 10 years? And that's what happened. So we didn't even learn what they did until this year. Think about that. We had to wait 14 years. And when we put the numbers together, here's what, and, and this really is what set me off about it, was... They gave the banks roughly the equivalent of all U.S. deposits. So you tell me how a bail-in's gonna work, Jason. If they need basically, well, they're gonna need all your money. And they're gonna need everybody's money. How does that work? Yeah, $700 billion, Joe. That's like $2,100 for every man, woman, and child and illegal immigrant walking in America. <laughs> and, uh, of course, after coronavirus, that's kind of what they did. They gave everyone more than that, really. They gave almost every man, woman, and child more than that, plus what they gave to every state, city, business, you know. Uh, uh, and it's it, it's in a, a massive amount. Forty percent of all the money in circulation today was created in 2020. So Glenn Beck is talking about money that was created before that. A lot of it was created before that. He's, he's speculating a uh, uh, what a, a, tri- a trillion dollars a week, Joe, or, or, or a bill, yeah, a trillion dollars a week, and for tw- uh, ninety-five weeks, right? That was that was yeah. four four months ago, right? That's you uh, know, and 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 we're sitting here, and in, in Jason's point, well, heck, if they gave the banks. Almost twenty trillion dollars. Then, how much are they really going to need now? Because we've created four and five times the amount of money, so it would make sense that they would need four or five times more. It's no accident that the uh, the repo market showed stress in two thousand nineteen, and then shortly after the COVID uh, emergency came rolling through. Shortly and, after, and I, I, right? And I want to highlight that Jamie Dimon brought it up today. He could have left that out, but he didn't. What did he say about quantitative tightening? How nervous he was about liquidity problems. Doesn't know how high rates really have to go right which which really means what man people aren't really don't really know what's happening rates are going a lot higher than a lot of people think uh and again and i've said this all along this is a blow-up it's going to be a blow-up they they weren't ready in 07 and 08 
the ready now. This digital currency is all but ready to go. Uh, the SEC has the ESG stuff ready to go in December. Look at what they've done. I think this wipeout in crypto, by the way, uh, Bitcoin back below 20000 today. <laughs> I think this wipeout in crypto, that's no accident. That's no accident. Nope. They're getting ready to wipe that out as well. And, and, and you're Glenn Beck. By the way, it's United States, China, and the IMF. There's no Bitcoin in there. There's none of that in there. And I, I think he's probably right. That's going to be the two big players, U.S., China, and then IMF will use you for all the, you know, third-party poor countries of the world. I think that's probably what we're going to be looking at. The question is, how much of your money in the bank do you want to lose? That's really the only question. And I think that's, what, like as I said before we left the last break, that might be why Russia uh, started doing uh, what they're doing in Ukraine, because uh, just like uh, Glenn Beck said, their, their economy is not very big compared to, th- to the biggest ones. Uh, I think Russia is, I don't know, even top 15 or something, but... Uh, you know what did what did Russia do? Hey, you're being they know the same information. You're being told you're you don't exist. You you don't get to play in the cryptocurrency or the digital currency. You're not going to be one of the big players. Okay, well, I'll turn off the gas and the oil and we'll invade a country and we have nuclear bombs. It's kind of like pushing a little weight, right, Joe? Maybe maybe there's a, lo- a little bit more of this going to be going around here in the future. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. In just the last five minutes or so, gold is recovering here, uh, down twenty uh, seventeen fifteen. Silver uh, has bounced off of eighteen dollars right now. Eighteen twenty five. Still a long way to go there on silver, but eighteen twenty five on silver. Everything is tight. There's not a lot of product. At all. Matter of fact, uh, Jason and I, we get the same stuff. So we got three price sheets today as gold was falling. You know, yesterday, remember yesterday, I told you, hey, I got three price as gold was going up. Problem was, the price was the same every time. In other words, hey, don't care what the price is. The paper guy can do what they want. Here's where we're at. I've got, and, and, and this is what we've got. This is it. I've got 50 20s, $2,095. I'm going to throw a caveat there. Listen, gold goes up another 5 or $10. It may be down for the day, and we may have to charge more. Just I'm just telling you right now, that's where the market is. Uh, $5 liberties. $5 liberties. I've got, I've got quite a few of those. I've got at least 50 or 60 $5 liberties. Uh, those are the quarter ounce at five eighty five, and then tenth ounce American Gold Eagles. This may be uh, one of these again that that goes away very quickly. The Bullion Bank informed us this morning they are not buying any more tenth ounce gold eagles. Uh, the premiums just went sky high. Uh, we've got about 250 tenth ounce, so that's about five rolls. That's not very much. Uh, at at 240, uh, and that's the five dollar American Gold Eagle. Uh, that's a tenth of an ounce. So you got your three options in gold: 
the 20s, 2095, we don't have very many. $5 libs, 585, 10th ounce at 240. By the way, everything is subject to change. Just telling you right now, everything is subject to change based on availability. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles. $665. Well, supplies last. Right now, we're down to our last source on Silver Eagles, uh, $665. Uh, but I want to throw out dimes are at 105 quarters at 210 So, again, these are lower than they were, lower than they've been in several years. Uh, but supplies, Jason, are very, very limited. 800-951-0592. Uh, you know, that's a good, great way to buy in gold. I'm telling you, we uh, we sell it every day, every day, every day. And prices go up, prices go down. Uh, I don't know how many times in the last two years that gold prices had fallen and it didn't really affect the price at all. It's 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 a regular habit because... The uh, the physical buyers and sellers of gold know that uh, some of these these moves in the downward cycle of gold it doesn't it just doesn't matter. So, you've well, got again, right? Obviously, you've got currencies gold sky high in euros, gold sky high in yen. You've got other currencies coming unglued that gives the illusion that this of this dollar strength it actually doesn't correlate. That's that's right, Joe. That's right, Joe. So when the markets are going crazy like they are right now, uh, you want a, a, a good flight to safety. There's a reason they call it a flight to safety. They've been doing it for years. People go to gold when they don't know where else to put their money. So uh, we got three options. You know, just got to call the number. And Joe, the guys that push all the paper assets out there, you know, the the Jim Cramers of the world. Have you seen some of the stuff they're saying? It's like they don't know what to do. It's, it's like uh, Jim Cramer says, "Hey, the Fed is they've, they've got inflation under control. I can I have the proof." Yeah, they've won. John Deere stock has gone down, which means inflation is going away. The food prices will go down. <laughs> That's what he actually said. John Deere stock's going down, so inflation's going away. But he did say one thing that says you can tell he's trying to think. He's like, I think the Fed, this next rate hike, they should just go all out, one and a half percent, two, three percent, just, and then it'll be all over with. You, you can tell he's just he has nowhere to go, Joe. He has nowhere to go. He's desperate. He's desperate. Listen, uh, get your gold and silver put away. Uh, and then I, I'm going to give out Joey's number. I'm going to tell you right now, the bank's the last place you want to have money right now. 602-909-9048 for the rest of your stuff. Uh, it, and it seems kind of odd, but again, we've been talking about it forever. They've been pushing and pushing and pushing uh, the digital currency. Think about what was it? Five, six years ago, remember, they were denied. Janet Yellen denied it. Ben, Bern ben Bernanke, uh, Jay Powell was denying it. And then, of course, they said, oh, well, you know, we, maybe we uh, invited MIT and some other techies. And, and we, we talked about it. And someone wrote a white paper. Uh, and then it developed into, well, you know, we're actually looking at it. And then all of a sudden this year, things to highlight. Number one, the Boston Fed, Boston Federal Reserve Bank, working with MIT, said, hey, by the way, uh, we had this technical hurdle about transactions, being able to process them, enough uh, transactions per second. Hey, we fixed it. We got it. 
We've got it figured out now. Uh, we know how to do it. Uh, then Jay Powell coming out and saying, hey, guess what? Uh, as part of being a part of the new, what I'll call the new reserve currencies of the world, and I think Glenn Beck is right, U.S., China, IMF, we've got to have the digital dollar. And, of course, remember, right, the laws are very clear. This is bail-in, not bail-out. This is bail-in. And last in line, it's just banking law. All of us depositors were the unsecured creditors. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. By the way, uh, I said wholesale inflation was 11.6. It was 11.3. It was 11.3. The second highest level. The highest was 11.6 in March. Uh, so I just wanted to, to clarify that. So that, that just tells you, right, if the, if the producers, right, price got to go higher, right? This is, uh, to J- Jason's point, uh, the, the paper guys are starting to get desperate. Uh, I mm-hmm. think that JP Morgan caught people off guard today. I, I really do. I, I think, uh, the fact that the, the amount of loans they actually wrote off, one thing to put reserves away because you're like, eh, we're not sure, but maybe, you know, we're going to set more aside because we think some of these are going to go back. But the actual write-off number, these are that means, hey, these guys are done, uh, I think was much higher than anticipated. Obviously, the stopping of the share buybacks, uh, the yen kind of falling out of bed today, and then the Italian bond yields uh, exploded today as well. Jason, it's just like this symphony of things that uh, it, any one of them could be the trigger point. Yeah, and let, and let me let me say this. Let me let me uh, let me give out a little bit of advice. I'm not a big on giving out advice. I I, I just try to lead by example, sort of thing. But be careful who you're getting your advice from right now when it comes to what you're doing with your money. Uh, Dave Ramsey a couple of days ago took a phone call from a man in India who uh, just got his inheritance from his father who passed away, gold. And he, for whatever reason, this guy called Dave Ramsey. What do I do with this inheritance? I'm trying to figure it out with all the markets and stuff going crazy. And this is what Dave Ramsey told him. And we all know Dave Ramsey. Uh, he's got some good points. Everyone's got good ideas. But they're, you know, they're, some of these guys are so stupid. Sell that gold, buy a house. I mean, I can understand when the housing prices were going up and the inflation maybe a year, two, three years ago, Joe. This is right now. He says, oh, yeah, boy, boy, that's good for you. Sell it and buy a house. I mean, I'm baffled, Joe, how really ridiculously dumb these guys are. Well, and, and again, this, this is and, – and they don't they, – they want to pretend, I guess, that 07 didn't happen, 08 didn't happen. It, it, it really does seem like – uh, they, they want to ignore the reality, and, and I've been saying this now for the last several weeks about, hey, all of the stuff that was supposed to happen back then, all of that still needs to happen, and it's going to happen. And And the bottom line is, hey, this time around, like I said, they were caught off guard. This time around... We're going to make sure you depositors 
pay for it. And, of course, the solution's going to be because it's going to be bad. Let, let's face it, the t- times are going to suck out there, and, and they're going to come out and they're going to say, hey, this this new digital dollar is going to make everything better. Suck it up. I know we're going to hit you here this one time. The thing that I didn't like from, from Glenn Beck is, is I always said, hey, they're going to give you a bond. And, and maybe down the road sometime later you can get your money back. Glenn Beck doesn't say that. He just says you're just getting the straight haircut. Yep. Uh, I don't know. So just remember, uh, I'm speculating as well. I don't know how the haircut is coming. Uh, but, but whether you like it or not, the haircut's coming. Just how big, like we said yesterday, how big of a bite of the sandwich you really want to take? 800-951-0592. 